from Lake Grove Motorsports Studios. This is Ride Along with Howie from the fast half-mile track at Lake Grove Speedway, where it's grassroots racing at its finest. Here's Howie. Race hands. Now we're going to get a word with the first person who was maybe crazy enough, insane enough to do the first guest with the ride along with Howie, sponsored by Lake Trobe Speedway. We're going to talk to legendary announcer Mike Satoski. Mike, how you doing tonight? Well, Howie, legendary. I, I wouldn't go that far, but but if you say so, I'll go with it. I'm doing fine, buddy. It's great to be here. Hey, we appreciate you coming down last year, giving me a hand, uh, showing me the ropes, and basically trying to help organize um, race night a little bit. And we're very excited to announce you're going to be coming down a little more often this upcoming year. So it's great to have um, you coming down. And uh, I know you're a true Dirt Shack fan, and you love it. And yes. it has to be yeah. good almost coming back to the dirt. The races for him, and uh, and I probably still would. And uh, I had the opportunity to work with my dear friend up on the mountain at Jennerstown since 2015. I uh, made a lot of great friends, fans up there. Just, um, it's, it was it was a, it was a wonderful experience, but it was weird. It was weird in that. Being on the dirt with the Padolas at Bedford and you, Howie, at Thunder Valley for so many years, from 1993 on, for over 20 years, um, I didn't realize how much I missed it. It was, it's, it's a completely different animal. Um, and, and, and that's, you know what I mean? There's, that's not a, a, a shot on any sort of type of racing. It's just. When you start something, when you're weaned on something from day one, um, you forget how much you missed it and how much fun it was. And when all summer long you would talk to me, you and Dennis, that was and nice. All summer I kind of just very nicely said, hey, you go running and cruising. Finally in September, HB, you and I talked and I said, you know what, I'm going to come out. And uh, one of the things you and Dennis told me, and the staff is, and they said, you guys told me, and I'll never forget it. You said, Mike, be yourself. Just just do your shtick. Just pretend it's Thunder Valley 2007 and do your thing. Pretend it's Bedford, you know, 2000 and do your thing. Well, I came up to Latrobe. I did my thing, as you guys instructed me, and it was an absolute blast. It was an absolute blast, and I felt like a kid. It was it was like going back in time and experiencing that excitement again. And um, the fans at Latrobe have been more welcoming and friendly. Um, you, of course, HB couldn't have been more hospitable as as well as Dennis and his wife and his daughter and the entire Latrobe staff. You guys kind of let me do my thing, and we all had a blast. Those two nights I was in Maryland in September. Yep. And uh, and uh, when you and Dennis posed about coming back, I mean, it's no secret. I do a lot of hot rod stuff and, and classic cars. And I don't like to give all that up. Um, you guys were more than 
welcoming to say, Mike, whenever we can have you, we're, you're welcome here. So you know what? We're going to party in Latrobe in 2022, and uh, we're going to have an absolute blast getting dirty in Westmoreland County recently night, or at least been in the night. When I don't have, when I'm not out in my 65 demos. You know, you could bring the Galaxy here to Latrobe, but it it's, might get a little dirty. It's appearances. I'm all ready. It's kind of funny. Brothers in car. Schedule for the area. And my Jason Thomas grew up here with me. He uh, he lives in Latrobe now and works for Excel House. He has a 69, uh, and he keeps me up to date with all the car cruises in and around Westmoreland, particularly Greensburg and Latrobe. He always says, Mike, here you go. Saturday afternoon, all you need to do, come to the car show, shoot right over the speedway. So, yeah, I have a feeling the Galaxy will be making some appearances at Latrobe speed. I can't wait to see that car just come back. And, uh, you know, one thing with Latrobe, we're grassroots racing, and Mm-hmm. you know it's it's about having fun and and that's the one yeah, thing so i always okay. told you you know mike i have a lot of respect for you and i the one thing i told you is you said you were interested in getting out of the announcing end but i told you just out of respect to you for as good and your the legacy you have you need to put that mic down the last time on your own and i had a feeling if i got that mic back in your hand you weren't ready to put it back down. It seems you played some reverse psychology on me, Howie. Yeah, I mean, I'm no spring chicken anymore. You know, I think I'm 30 years old again, but the reality is it's not. And I've got three wonderful kids, two of which are growing. Mikey's here at the house. He's got four grandchildren. They love going to the ice cream stand with Bobby. They love going up to Gary King and getting a burger or Burger King or McDonald's. And I don't want to give all that. I think I'm missing out on it. Um, so that was one of the reasons why I wanted to get out of it. Then my wife told me, she said, you know, she said, you know, Mike, you really, you really love this. Is, you know, what's wrong with just finding a happy medium, especially if, if Howie and Dennis are, are willing to kind of let you go work, you know, work two weeks, one of us. Um, and, and I don't even call it work. Come out there and have fun. Go out there and have fun for two Saturdays in a row. Fine. Then, you know, take the third one off and then we'll go and, and we'll go the ice cream stand with the kids and the grandkids. So everyone from my wife down to my kids, to my grandkids, to Howie Bayless, to Dennis Bates, to the racers at Latrobe, who couldn't have been more, uh, more welcoming. Um, you guys are all very respectful of where I'm at in my life, and uh, it's um, it's extremely gratifying that we going to get to live the most. You know, I'm going to get to come out on on many Saturday nights and and have fun with the great people at Latrobe Speedway. And there's going to be some Saturday nights where I'm just going to kind of hang out here in little old Davidsville, PA, near Johnstown, and we're going to go get ice cream. So, you know what? It's for me, it's a win. And uh, I cannot thank you guys enough for, for granting me that opportunity to, to, to live those best of both. You know, one thing here at Lake Troy, we, 
we realize how important kids are. And we do stuff like candy toss and we do the ride along in the race cars and Absolutely. we try to put a driver down at the gate. So when you're coming in, you, there's a race car right there and, you know, you can go touch it, sit in it. And we have the kids club. And uh, mm -hmm. I hope you maybe one week you can bring the grandkids and Mikey and all the kids and partake in the other stuff besides the racing here. Absolutely. And that's the thing, you know, when I was in Frankfurt and also in Cali, and how important once, twice a year. When I, on the Saturday nights, I come up to a trope, I cannot believe the generosity of the racers, their families, the fans. Every Saturday night, oogles of candy was being brought up to the press box, and all it was was just a way to say to those kids, we're glad to have you here, have a ball with this candy. And you don't do it once a month or, or, or once a year. It's every Saturday. Every Saturday so night, yep. It's, it's, it's really incredible to see. And, and despite the way the economy is and things being tight, I would, I would venture to guess that getting candy from the great people to La Trobe Speedway in 2022 still is not no, like I said, we, we actually have to schedule out. We have so many teams that want to do it every week. So we try to schedule it out. So we make sure there's a good uh, amount of candy to be given away every week. And, right, right. You know, sometimes our sponsors will get in and do it too. And, and that's what, and we want those kids to leave. And the first thing you want me to start saying on Sunday morning, and you forget, don't forget, can we go back to the speedway on Saturday? Can we go back to the races on Saturday? You know, and uh, that's, everyone is special at Latrobe. Everyone feels special, and it's it's fun to be a part of it. I feel it's been, it's been re-energed. It's been a complete and total re-energizing for me. I can tell you that. Um, I, I didn't know what to expect when I came back in September. And uh, it was a nice ride home out Route 30 that night back to Davidsville. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I had forgot. I had forgotten just how much fun this is and how much it can be, how much fun it can be. And it, and it should be. I mean. That's a good point. Yes, as, as it should be. Absolutely. Me and you are both kind of honored because. You know, we get to basically almost host a party every Saturday night. Yep. And I mean, you know, everybody's having a good time and there's just so much stuff going on. And Absolutely. that's one thing that I do admire about with you. And you mentioned earlier about the family and the Bates realize that the Bates family, you know, they do the motocross here on um, every other Friday, weather permitting. And um, they're almost here until sunrise. They go home, sleep for an hour, and they come, and we're ready to go circle track racing on Saturday night. And Absolutely. You know, it, you can argue with the Bates and everything, but they put those kids number one. And, you know, that's just what it's about. And you well, – go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. No, I was it's, uh, it's, uh, the the on track 
it's it's truly a labor of love the whole way across. And uh, you know what? Do you only keep an hour of sleep? It doesn't matter. I'm good enough to go participate in my labor of love again on a Saturday morning to get ready for the circle track racing. From from Pasnawi, my girl. Without a doubt. And you mentioned something a little bit earlier about the kids. And you have kids. I don't. I've never been blessed with them. But, you know, it has to be a lot easier when they want to go somewhere versus you're almost forcing them to go. Amen to that, Howie. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Amen to that. You trust me. There aren't kids being they're not being uh, dragged, kicking and screaming to come to Latrobe Speedway on Saturday nights. I can guarantee you that. And I'm I guarantee you you're right on that, too. And, you know, it's just it's a great atmosphere. And and, you know, let's not forget about it. we have great racing, too. And, um, you know, it's going to be coming up here real soon. And uh, we're debuting a new four cylinder class, basically a stock bone stock four cylinder class. We're going to have our other four cylinders back, the pure stocks, pro stocks, crate lates. We're bringing in some of the um, traveling series. We're going to have some late yes. model specials, sprint cars, big blocks. I mean, the, the schedule just looks amazing. I mean, April 30th has been circled on many calendars throughout Western Pennsylvania. So um, it's, it's, it's going to be, and as we get closer, it's, it's truly going to get more exciting than what it is right now. You know, absolutely. What are you looking forward to most this upcoming season? What am I looking forward to? I mean, you know, I think I'm probably going to take something I um, earlier, something I touched upon is it's, it's honestly, it's just coming out there knowing fun. Fun. You know, we kind of wrote, kind of move around up there. And, and a lot of folks aren't familiar with the lay of the land of the press box uh, and the balcony up there, which will. It it uh, it allows kind of run it inside to check with the scores. You can come back outside and mingle with the fans, with our you know, with obviously the songs and so on. Um, it's it's fun again. It's that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. I think that the presence online. Same here, and uh, race fans, be sure to check out our Facebook page, our website for all the latest information. And, um, you know, we'll have on there when the next uh, ride along will be on. And, um, hey, Mike, again, I appreciate your time, and um, I'll be seeing you real soon. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. Thank you, Mike. I'm sure he's probably going to be a little more prepared. He probably went home and put on his fire suit and his helmet. Um, going for a ride this time on the phone is Brent Hutera, pilot of the Line X DJS Swag, number four pro stock here at Latrobe. Brent, how you doing tonight? 
I'm doing well, and thanks for going for a ride. Hey, um, while we have the opportunity, we're going to start at the beginning of your racing career. So let's go back to the last race of 2020, and here comes this number four pro stock. And he's going out there, and I recognize the, the person. I couldn't pronounce his name right. Probably still say it wrong. But um, it took me a couple minutes. But then you were out there and trying to practice, we'll say, to learn how to race against guys like Joe Kelly and, and all those other guys. And then we go into 2021. Here comes this number four car back again. Got some more decals on it. And quite quietly is making a lot of progress, getting some top fives, moving up into points. And at the end of the 2021 season, you finished in the top five in the points, but you're also awarded the 2021 Latrobe Speedway Rookie of the Year. What would you say was, in that time period, the hardest part? Just the pressure you put on yourself, um, trying to get the confidence of the other drivers you're racing against? You know, what was it like going from a crew guy who was going to victory lane very often, whether it be with um, your dad, your stepdad, your dad, Richie Logan, um, Joe Kelly, your brother, um, to actually getting behind the wheel and trying to prove that racing isn't as hard as it looks, we'll say. Um, yeah, I would say uh, confidence. Confidence was the hardest thing for me. Um, I uh, it was really stepping out of my comfort zone, I guess, to, to be a driver. I've never raced go-karts, raced motocross. I've been, other than racing somebody on the street that between red lights, you know, I've never really done any racing of any type um, other than, like you said, just turning wrenches. I was never, um, never had that opportunity come up and I didn't want to, uh, I guess, ruin an opportunity or make, make a bad name for myself out of the gate. So I chose probably to play it a little bit safer than I should have and uh, was a little more cautious than maybe I should have to start. Um, in, the, in, in the grand scheme of racing, I was probably too cautious. I don't believe that uh, it hurt me at all, and I think it was still probably the right way to go just to kind of get a feel of uh, what it's like to be in the seat and try to be around other cars as much as I could and try to not make mistakes that were going to cost uh, other people money and time and good finishes and, you know, just try to gain the confidence I could on my own. And, uh, yeah, just, just, you know, just learn how to be a racer, I think, was the hardest part. I, I think people think that it's just strapping in and going, and for maybe for some people it is, but uh, I, I didn't feel comfortable just probably holding the card holding the pedal to the floor and just going for it like maybe others would, but I felt like in the end it uh, it turned out good for me because I learned a lot of stuff along the way, uh, just, you know, making my laps and trying to stay out of trouble. Now, one question I would like to ask, what made you decide to go with the pro stock, one of um, the higher classes here at Latrobe, versus the pure stock? I know your your brother, Anthony Monopart, he was running the uh Pure stocks, you didn't want to go race against your brother, or what made the idea to go with the pro stock? Well, uh, I would say that ever since we were kids in the backyard, 
ride bikes. Uh, we like to make it a uh, full contact sport, like we were playing football. And I figured that it probably wasn't best to do it with race cars uh, in the pure stock scene. And uh, that's part of the reason. And um, I make some just like um, late model stuff and some um, e stuff from from turning wrenches and my dad who's preaching had experience with cars and I didn't want to get into something that I don't want to say was wasting my time but wasn't uh, along the progression of where I wanted to be where we're at now I didn't, uh, pure stock and run it for a year or two and then have to throw all that knowledge out to move up to a different class. I wanted to kind of get into something that I felt like I could build a uh, knowledge base and then apply it moving on up. And then on top of that, I also had some uh, good guidance by a, a fellow racer, Noah Brunel, who's been a close family friend that uh, had a connection to um, SS Chassis. And he kind of gave me uh, some inside scoop on a car when it came available or multiple cars when they came available. And um, this happened to be the one that was right for my situation at that very time. And um, we just went full bore into it. Now you mentioned something about competition. And for those of you who aren't aware, um, you've been a very competitive person your entire life. And that actually, you were rewarded with a college football scholarship. And, um, you played all the way through college, and to keep that competition going, you decided to get into the car racing. Honestly, obviously, you had that burning desire to want to succeed. But anything you learned on the football, was could you put it to racing? Playing football, playing any sports, growing up. Um, racing or your work or or anything like that is that and um you know you can dream of wanting to do things but until you put in the time for things you're not gonna see them now time Things still don't work for you. I mean, that's, that's what life is. And, you know, just because you're trying to you know, work out on your schedule, giving you the time and putting your thoughts into it, and, uh, and, you know, like I said, full effort into it. I think in the end, you're going to get whatever, whatever you want to get to, you're going to get this back. Um, you put in the time and put in the effort. And uh, I think that's probably the biggest thing. That, I think that goes with competitiveness. Just having the try. So, um, I like to win. I want to do like to win. I hate to lose way more than I like to win. It's that, that burning desire to want to do more and want to achieve more. I think that's probably um, the biggest thing I learned from from sports and other competitiveness. You know, we mentioned, um, and I might have been off of my years. You started, you did one or two races in 19, 
20, yeah. 20, you were the rookie of the year. Or am I wrong? Right. 21 was your breakout year. Okay. And that's one thing. I mean, you know, you and your brother had so many feature wins. You had three, and Anthony had almost a perfect season. But I know it had to be cool, if nothing else, for you both to win on the same night, which you did on uh, two occasions. particular you guys got in trouble and you weren't supposed to come to the races and you you uh anthony and i believe luke your youngest brother rode your bikes up here and realized you didn't have money to get in and had to ride back home before mom realized you were gone <laughs> and i'm sure she wasn't um but it, it's it's also kind of cool because I can remember you guys running around here as little kids, and here you are, both feature winners and very fast drivers at the Speedway. And um, last year, man, what a year. I mean, most improved driver, but more importantly, you proved that the wins weren't a fluke by backing them up. Three wins. I mean, that has to almost be a dream season for you. We uh, we we break. We ask them all crooked, and if you'd ask, we were gonna win three races. I told you you were off your rocker, and then it just all came together after that. I just uh, I hope that we can keep on. Yeah, I guess. Pushing forward and um, just keep making memories, seeing all the people in the stands, continuing to grow the track. And definitely, and I see improvement every year with you as a driver in the track and, and everything. And I'll tell you what, man, um, you got a badass looking hot rod this year. You redid the whole body, a lot more weight on it, but. More importantly, I see a lot more sponsors, which is definitely going to help out the Hutera Motorsports team. Yeah. So with the way 
prices and things that are going in racing right now. We appreciate everyone that possibly step up and, and help us because uh, it's not any easier to be a race car driver. And, and you know, Linex back, DJS Swag, um, A1 Machine Shop, and the list goes on and on. Now, you come off the three-win season of 2021. If you look in your crystal ball, what are the goals for this year? Yeah. At least three, like we did last year. I think we're capable of more of that, but I think this is the point. Um, the Masculine win too. Um, really hoping to uh, have a good showing at our uh, four race here at Great, and uh, branch out a little bit here this year, and um, try to kind of do some friends. Um, we've done quite a few races at Leonardville in the past, but I'd like to try to hit a, a few other uh, tracks on on Fridays or Sundays or whatever our schedule allows. Um, I don't want to say that we're we're going to chase points. I don't I don't really believe in getting caught up in in the points chase uh, too early. I like to just let things fall, but uh, the biggest thing is I want to uh, just try to win, win as many races as we can, and the nights we can't win, uh, put a good product on the track and, and, and try to have quality finishes and bring it, bring it home in one piece every week to try to minimize the work on our uh, our crew guys. They put in hours upon hours every week and filming when they get our straight body panels, so we're going to try to keep this thing looking good all year. Hey, Brett, I know last year me and you were talking, and uh... – you know, you just got, you always have your car looking good. But last year, you almost did a little throwback to a guy that me and you both looked up to, Nick Jones. Uh, you said the heck with the headlights and taped off the headlights. And that was uh, Nick Jones, something Nick used to do to his cars. Um, but I see you got the headlights on the, on the, for this year. So hopefully the, they'll last. Um, short lease for everyone who's listening, and uh, we'll we'll give them a couple weeks to uh, feel them out. But we don't hey, Brett, why don't we go ahead and thank everybody who helps make your race impossible? The unsung heroes, the pit crew who puts in all the time, and the sponsors who help offset the expense.
Both Barnhart Electrics, what an impressive list that is. Hey, Brett, we appreciate you taking time and going for a ride with me. Um, anything else you'd like to say? Race fans, that's the pilot of the Line X DJS swag, card number four, Brett Hutera, who went for a ride. Thanks, Brett. Thanks. Well, race fans, that's going to conclude tonight's episode with Ride Along with Howie, sponsored by Latro Speedway, SMB Promotions, DJS Swag, and Specialty Metals, as well as our other sponsors. Be sure to check out our Facebook page, as well as our website for all the latest information on Latro Speedway. And we want to thank everybody for tuning in. And just remember, race season is right around the corner. Be well, be safe, and we'll see you at the races. Thanks.